This is Birth Confidential with TJ. Hi, I'm TJ, and I'm really excited that you are here for Birth Confidential. I cannot wait to share these episodes with you. They are funny and uplifting. They will give you hope and hopefully inspire you. And I hope that you feel that no matter what you're going through, that you're not alone in your journey. And I want to share a little bit of what I have coming for you in Season 1 of Birth Confidential. When Loxley was a week old and I was holding her in my arms, like my love for her was so deep. I remember like thinking to her that I could love you this much without even carrying you in my body. Like, and I could love another baby. I don't have to care. Like, I just... I love you. I'm your mom. Like, I don't have to even like carry you in my body in order for me to love you this much. And and I feel that way. I feel like if someone just showed up on my doorstep tomorrow and said, this is your baby, I'd be like, okay, (laughs) come here. (laughs) So it was a really scary time because the plan was basically don't die. Um, (laughs) Oh my God. If someone has a friend or family member um, who goes through miscarriage and they don't know what to say, what would be your advice to someone? My biggest piece of advice is unless you've personally gone through it, don't offer advice, offer an ear, offer a hug, offer a glass of wine, but don't try and relate because I will say if you, and this probably goes with a lot of things of grief. If you haven't personally gone through the loss of a pregnancy, don't try to relate by your sister's cousin's neighbor or like whoever in your life has. Finally, the doctor's like, well, we're going to have to use this vacuum. Well, you skimmed over a real important detail. What was that? It was me and your mom, Kim. Each of us were. Oh, yeah. No one told me that Ricky was going to hold a leg. I was like, uh, she's like, come over here and grab a leg. And I'm like, what? And at that point, I mean, it doesn't even matter at that point because everything just who cares at that point. But no one told me. I would have had so much anxiety leading up to that moment. Like, hell no, you are not holding a leg. Again, the whole process was so my incredible. mom was holding a leg you were holding a leg why would my mom ever want to hold my leg I, I don't even know what happened there how that that whole situation even came to fruition because i would have never asked my mom to hold my leg and we were quite the tandem until your mom passed out and then i saw her faint and i was scared for a minute because i was like that does not look good what's happening down there on the floor and the doctor's like she out yep she's out great so they pick her up put her on the couch <laughs> And obviously my leg is no longer being held by my mother. Who ha- who's holding that leg at that point? A nurse? No, it was just me solo on one leg. Oh. Okay. Yeah, we were we were just one leg in it. I don't know that you were able to tell, but I purposefully kind of stepped to where I knew you wouldn't have a clear line of sight to her my mom told me after the fact they're like everyone knew that she was not breathing and no one had told me at the time yeah that she wasn't breathing well they they put a little oxygen mask on her they didn't do any sort of uh like i don't know if you usually do there was like no resuscitation or anything but they put a little mask on her in little sequences and they finally got her to a point where she was breathing they did a little bit of like this massage thing to her and then she started breathing you know, still, you could tell there was still concern. Truthfully, I was pretty scared, but I was more concerned with not letting you see what was going on just because I can't imagine that emotion of going through all that and then now what's wrong with my baby. Got her kind of stabilized, and then they were taking her to the NICU, 
and I uh, came back and I walked in and you were pale white. You did not look good. You had a wet rag over your face. It w- I was given enough information to know that you weren't doing so well. No one's touching my belly. I'm home alone. No, I'm like, and I walk around the house and I'd be like, Daniel, do I look pregnant yet? Can someone touch my belly? And he would be like, I'll touch your belly. But that was about it. <laughs> like the, so I feel like I never got, I got cheated out of pregnancy. But I could feel everything. And he was stuck there for so long that it, you know, just... Paved the way. Like he kept coming out and coming back in. Like, well, you know that game? My husband says it. You know that game where you like bang the thing? Whack a mole? That's it. (laughs) Huxley was whack a moling for like two hours. Like, I literally, he was kind of like, is he ever coming? Like, it was just like, in and out. (laughs) When one would happen, 20 would happen and they would happen in clusters and then they would not happen again. So it was like over and over and over, he would desat down to like 66, which is like no oxygen. And they would last for like 30 seconds and then he would breathe again. So it wasn't like long enough that they were like damaging, but obviously, you know, it's terrifying.